Welcome to the first ever Business of Property podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Stuart. We're both property people running our own businesses. This podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. Stuart, I know you've been looking around a few uh, potential investment properties recently. How did that go and what, what have you found? Well, I think you've, um, you've caught me at a right time this week because, yes, last week I went to look at a former convent uh, that was built uh, around 1847 and also a Victorian property which was split into three flats. Uh, I should mention that the convent was most recently a brothel. So I think you've had connections with that, that line of business before, haven't you? Actually? I'm, I'm sure you've told me about those before. We'll come, we'll come back to those later, maybe. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're trying to insinuate. I, I strenuously deny anything and everything. Um, yeah, so yeah, so we're looking at that. So that's a very interesting property uh, for what I would like to do with it in terms of a shared living space. And the second property was a Victorian property, which was currently set up as three flats equaling five rooms and and I'm not making this up because these two are quite interesting the the estate agent or the auctioneer representative wouldn't enter the property with us she felt it was so dirty and decrepit she said you'll have to go in alone so (laughs) so I went to see a form was it that bad (laughs) it was pretty bad it was pretty I mean I've been to much much worse uh, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so there's two. Could, could you smell it before you went through the door? Pretty much. I mean, I, I should be careful about what I say because there were, were people living there. Oh so, my goodness! It was, it was actively rented. So it was actively rented, uh, and that's one of the challenges with it. Um, but as you know, if we're in, in the property world, generally we're we look to to make money is where there are problems that need to be solved. Yeah. And both of these properties, as you can hear, have had problems or are having problems. It's just whether or not you want to be the person that solves that problem. That's the... Uh, mm. That's the... So, so what, what was wrong with the convent? Nothing wrong with the convent, actually. It's, um, it's actually been cleared out. It's a really nice property. It's... It's definitely grade two. Might, some of it might even be grade one because some of it's a really nice Georgian property. It's a, it's a lovely property. And yeah, it's been cleared out. It just needs a lot of internal work doing to it, restructuring, reshaping. It's one of those, they've sold it as an eight bed, but when, when we do our due diligence on it, it's, it's got a license for six, so you know when I'm looking at the calculations on that I've already knocked two beds off it mm. but I'd like to solve that problem as well because I want to turn it into a, an HMO a house with multiple occupation and for me to work it probably needs seven beds so that's something for me to work on mm. the, the, the the three flats you know I took a builder out with me and just to strip it out you know we, we were talking about costs of 25k yeah. And that's just to strip the property out. So and then you've got to put it back together again afterwards. And then you've got to put it back together again in such a way that someone would want to live there. That's the that's the would, trick. Would you be looking to combine the flats? So it's a, a larger single HMO property or would you, you keep them separate? No, that one to keep separate. So based on the market that I operate in, which is more student young professional, we'd wanna 
one beds or two beds. They're, they're kind of what people want right now, as opposed to high number of properties. So that's mine. What have you been looking at? Have you looked at any brothels or any other, <laughs> any other establishments that, that might raise an eyebrow? I, I don't think I've got any brothels on my list, no. Um, the, the, the two properties that have caught my eye recently, uh, one was also a, um, a property that had been split into two flats, although from the looks of the description, I, I get the feeling it had been done unofficially. Uh, but it was a, a house that was, where the back garden had been taken away and, and been developed on. Um, presumably the developers had decided not to do anything with this, this bin mm. they had left over. Um, I'm not quite sure why, but uh, it's on a very popular road, very uh, uh, good residential road, and it's up for, for quite a low price. But uh, another interesting uh, giveaway for it is there were no internal photos <laughs> on, on the property listing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went around and had a look at the outside, but unfortunately I didn't get to go inside, and it's, uh, it's sold already. So uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's obviously a good good property for somebody. Mm. Jumped on that quite quickly. And unusually, it must have been up for the right price, which is very rare. Yeah, yeah, pricing at the moment seems to be crazy. Mm. You get some listings come on, look just right or cheap, mm. and you get lots just coming out at crazy odd prices scattered mm. all over the place. And yeah, I think uh, I think estate agents are having a hard time knowing where to price things at the moment. Yeah, I mean, and on that point, I mean, yes, we all know that the estate agent's going <clears> to <throat> take a value or value the property and then add a margin to that property so that you get somewhere in the region, but it seems like they're being overvalued at the moment. I just had a property valued actually to sell mm-hmm. from uh, from my portfolio and I had two valuations. One estate agent valued it at 20% more than the, than the other one. And I already had an idea in my mind, obviously working in the area, so it's a property in the area I'm in. So I had an idea in my mind, and, and so one of them valued it. And, and in, terms of, in terms of actual monetary terms, they valued it uh, around forty to fifty thousand pounds higher than what I had in my head and what the other agent valued it. So wow, that's a big difference. It's a big difference, and and in this market, you, you, my view is you can't you can't go in that high. I mean, it might have worked a couple of years ago. I don't think it would have done, but. So, so needless to say, a combination that was actually providing a realistic valuation that, that might attract people to view and then hope all hopes by. Yeah, I think once a, once a property goes on too high and, and misses that initial interest and then starts getting reduced in price, and um, you've kind of lost that, mm. that important uh, start to any kind of marketing effort for a property. Most people know the property's been on for a while and it's been reduced and things. I think can uh, smell blood and uh, are always more uh, more inclined to ask for an extra reduction on it. Well, that's it. You get people like me that um, will look exactly for that. I'll look for the oldest properties, and then you'll see those that have just been put on at ridiculous prices. Yep. But they might have been on for three to six months or more, but then even though you're, they're interesting because they've been around and you think there might be negotiation, if they put such a high valuation on that property, you don't want to spend your time negotiating a property down to what the actual market value is. Obviously, there needs to be you know margin in it for, yeah. for us as developers or investors. 
Yeah, so you think you're actually put off by properties that are uh, listed too high, even if they've had some reductions already, because you don't want to go through the, the effort of uh, trying to convince the vendor of <laughs> the real price. Well, if yeah, it depends on the valuation, obviously. If the, um, if, if the, the current guide price is somewhere around what we would term market value, and market value meaning what we think the property is actually worth in its current condition, if it's around there, then no, that's interesting. But if, if the guide price is market value plus 20%, then no, it's not interesting because there's very few vendors where you're going to go up to them and say, I'm interested in your property, but at, at nearly half the cost. You know, no one's happy because I don't want to insult people. But, you know, that's... Uh, that kind of ties into the other property I was going to mention. Uh, we're, we're both based in Red Hill, and uh, this property is in, in Reigate, and it's, I think it's an exceptionally hard to value property. It's um, on one of the main shopping streets, tucked behind a, a popular restaurant. Um, and again, it's a, a very, very old property, it's grade two listed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a four bed house though. It's got no parking, mm-hmm. no garden, um, the back opens up onto the uh, sort of outside the kitchen area of the restaurant, um, and the front is, is down the alleyway down the side of the restaurant. And it was originally listed um, for sale a couple of years ago for four hundred fifty thousand. And uh, having seen it sort of tracked over time, it's been reduced and reduced and reduced. Um, it's been sold for a while, but it's taken off the market anyway, um, and then come back onto the market, so presumably that, that fell through. It's been up for auction um, and supposedly sold, um, I think it was up for auction for 250,000 in the end, so a massive reduction wow. for when, when that happened. Um, and I think it was sold at that auction, but that was only a couple of months ago, and it's back on the market again now for 260,000. Yeah. I, 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 the thing I can't work out is who would actually want to live there? Um, I, I went and had a look around it, and it's it's actually fascinating property. Um, there's nothing straight or level inside the property at all, <laughs> um, but it's split across three floors. It's quite good sizes. Um, it's got um, kitchen and bathroom and modern plumbing and stuff in it, so it, it has been lived in as a home. Um, it's got uh, central heating and all that kind of thing. In fact, it's even got supposedly a, a priest hole. Although I, I think actually oh, what? a priest hole. A priest hole? Yeah, have you, you not heard of a priest hole? It's, it's for, when, no. <laughs> for, for, when, for when the Catholics had to, uh, had to hide their priests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that will get your head chopped off, I imagine. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure it was actually a priest hole. I think it actually was, was just a small loft space, really. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a good marketing tool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. It, it caught my interest. <laughs> um, I need to research my convent now, see if that's got a priest hole. <laughs> yeah, right. I have to find out what, what kind of religion you know, for convent it was. <laughs> um, but I, the, the problem with this property is I just don't know what you would do with it. I, it's such an intriguing property. I'd love to be able to do something with it, but I, I just don't know what. I mean, you couldn't make it an nature mode because there's no parking. Um, How many rooms has it got? Four bedrooms. Um, it's got, uh, it's three floors, two rooms per floor, pretty much. Um, so on the ground floor, you've got 
uh, living space and kitchen diner uh, floor above you've got two bedrooms and a separate toilet and bathroom mm-hmm. and the floor above that you've got two bigger bedrooms um, so there's, there's lots of space there and they're, they're all good sized rooms all double rooms the bedrooms um, even, even the smaller one has got a bit taken off for the bathroom and stuff um, but uh, it, if, if a family was to live there again there's no garden you, you've mm-hmm. got no space for your, your children um, and you've got no parking as well um, so I, I just don't know who or how or what it could be used for well, it's got to be a it's got to be a first home, isn't it? It's got to be. It's certainly a first home price range now. Um, so, I mean, you, in, in Rygate, you'd be hard-pressed to buy a two-bed house for 260000 Could it make flats? Is there enough like, studios? The, I think the problem with flats is that it's great to listed. I think you'd have trouble converting it. And, Getting in stuff in there, wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know. Have, have you looked at the implications of being listed for your, your convent and what you can and can't do? No, no, we're not at that stage. My understanding, and I haven't, I haven't done something like that myself. But my understanding is there are there are hoops to jump through, and that's what puts a lot of people off. And again, that's a problem to be solved. Yeah. If one wants to solve that problem, so I think the challenge is obviously it, it takes cost because generally you'll, you'll get. A, planning consultant that will work with the council and then everything will need to be ratified by the Queen whoever it is that says it's okay mm-hmm. uh, so I think I think it's possible it just takes time and obviously time equals money and you don't want to go into that but you could I mean it's something you could look at because it's something where you could potentially look at uh, well, presumably for flats you'd be planning permission as well which is going to then come back to looking at parking yeah if you've got if you've got I mean studio flats or something where's the um, yeah I suppose it just depends where the nearest park because that problem won't go away no I mean there there is some on street parking there but it's limited um, I mean you you, you know the area I'm talking about, don't you, Chef? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a multi story car park not far away from there, mm-hmm. the corner, but then, um, I mean, if you park in there every day, it would cost you a fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, was, I, I think parking is probably the real problem for, for any kind of conversion or, or multiple occupation approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like all those questions need to be answered by someone. Mm. This is whether or not you want it to be you, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not going to be me. <laughs> I, I haven't got the, uh, I haven't got the appetite for that level of risk at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just such an intriguing property. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I went um, when it was up for auction previously. Um, I went and had a look around it at that point, and um, knowing that I wasn't going to buy it, but uh, but just because I'm so intrigued by the by the property. Um, there's something else there actually, where I was when I went to look around um, the, the estate agent sort of monitoring the viewings um, asked me for my, my name and details and things um, and then this person came along and asked for a name um, and rather than a name he, he responded with the name of an animal so I, I think he wasn't wanting to give away much in of his details um, he zoomed around the property it, it was, uh, he looked around the whole property at the time took me right to around the ground floor so I'm, not, I'm really not sure what he was was looking for but um, 
intriguing approach to interesting property. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do wonder if he was looking to sort of look for valuables to strip from it or something, but yeah. yeah I don't know why. I mean, I can't see how there would be enough value in a, in a property to, uh, to make purchasing it worthwhile. Interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's where the, the conversion come, becomes interesting if that's possible because that sounds like that that could be the only route. Because, like you say, if it's got no uh, garden area or no parking, the families only a, yeah at, at that price is interesting f- for some, but it's it's a big push if you're behind a shop and mm. off a main thoroughfare. With a, with a small family, it's not going to be ideal, is it? No, definitely not. Um, I think it, uh, I think it's always going to be a, a difficult one to resell as well. What what have you to do with it? I mean, just proven by the fact that it's been on the market for a couple of years mm. and uh, and lost some two hundred thousand from its perceived value in that time. Mm. So, yeah, always going to be a, a difficult one to have a, a second exit plan for. Yeah. Which I think is always always sensible. Mm. So, um, should we call it wraps there for, for today? Yeah. Okay. Um, more details on Stuart and I, along with any links we've mentioned. I'm not sure. I might might link to the uh, the property in Rygate I mentioned, just for, for anyone who's curious. We found in the show notes at thebusinessofproperty.com.